Hey guys, so I'm going to discuss parliamentary democracy. So Canada is a parliamentary democracy with a system of government inherited from the United Kingdom and shared with many other countries such as Australia, New Zealand, Jamaican, and India. This system is as much as or more a product of historical revolution as it is of deliberate rational design. Parliamentary democracy in Canada, what does that mean? It is a combination of written rules and un unwritten conventions of legal powers and customer restraints. Some of its major features I'm going to discuss. So let's recap. What is parliamentary democracy in Canada? It is a combination of written rules and unwritten conventions of legal powers and customary restraints, which I'll be discussing. So the legislative and executive branches. Uh, parliament is the lawmaking body for the federal order of government, right? So the parliament is the one that makes the law for the federal order of the government and it's made up of the queen as represented by the governor general an upper house of appointed members called the senate and a democratically elected lower house called the house of commons right so let's recap the parliament is the one that makes the law for the federal order of government what is this made of the parliament is made of the queen which is represented by the governor general an upper house of appointed members called the senate and a democratically elected lower house called the house of commons new federal laws may be pro may may be proposed in either of two, of the two houses except for laws imposing taxes or appropriating revenues which may only be proposed in the house of commons so the upper house is called the Senate and the lower house is called the House of Commons and federal laws can be proposed in either of those two houses which is the upper house called the Senate and the lower house called the House of Commons in either houses right there's an exception though for except for laws imposing taxes or appropriating revenues which would only be proposed. So in the House of Commons, um, laws imposing taxes or appropriate appropriating revenues can only be proposed in the House of Commons and must be approved by majority vote of members in both houses and receive the assent of the governor general before they become law. So if this happens, right, let's say that they're making a law imposing taxes or appropriating revenues in the House of Commons, it has to be approved by majority vote of the members in both houses and receive the assent of the governor general governor general before they become law so you know so the ha the governor general has to what's assent let me see what assent means Okay, so um, 
So as to recap, it must be approved by a majority vote of the members in both houses, i.e. in the upper house called the Senate and in the lower house called the House of Commons. And then um, it has to be approved or agreed upon by the governor general before they become law. Each province ha also has its own legislator made up of a lieutenant governor. Um, the Queen's representative in each province and a single house legislative assembly. No Canadian province has an upper house analogous to the federal Senate. That's analogous. I keep forgetting that word. Comparable, I guess. Mm, okay, let's recap. Each province, so let's say Ontario, has its own legislator made up of a lieutenant governor. So the lieutenant governor is the queen's representative in each province and a single house legislative assembly. So no Canadian province, let's say for um Ontario, let's say for example Ontario, has an upper house related to the federal senate. Proposed provincial laws are debated and voted on in the assembly and become law with the approval of the lieutenant governor. So let's say that there's proposed provi provincial laws, let's say in Ontario. Then these laws are debated and voted on in the assembly, which is like the legislative assembly, which is a single house. And then they become law with the approval of the lieutenant governor. So no, no Canadian province has an upper house related to the federal Senate. Members of parliament and of the provincial legislators typically belong to political parties. These political parties play a crucial role in the system of Canadian government, even though the written constitution says nothing about them. So in terms of political parties, um, if you look at uh, the written constitution, it says nothing about, there's nothing about political parties. But they play a crucial role in the system of Canadian government. So typically, typically after an election, the party that has the most members elected to the House of Commons or in a provincial election to the province's legislative assembly governs or is sometimes said forms the government, right? So for example, let's say that an election happened, right? So... The party that has the most members elected to the House of Commons, or in, if it's a provincial election, they've been elected to a provincial legislative assembly, this party is the one that governs or sometimes forms the government. So the leader of the governing party becomes the first prime minister, the prime minister in the federal assembly and the premier in the provincial assembly and selects other members to act as the queen's ministers, collectively known as the cabinet. Right, so...
So let's say that a party won and after an election, and then the leader of that governing party becomes the minister, the first minister, right? So if it's in a federal assembly, they will become a prime minister. And if it's in a provincial assembly, they will become a premier. And then they will select other members to act as the queen's ministers. The queen's ministers are collect collectively known as the cabinet. In accordance with the with the Constitutional Convention of Responsible Government, the Queen and her representatives generally act only at the in accordance with the Queen and her representatives in accordance with the in accordance with the Constitutional Convention of Responsible Government, the Queen and her representatives generally act only at the direction of the cabinet, right? So the Queen and the representatives, um, they only act at the direction of the cabinet. In this way, the party with the most elected representative in the Legislative Assembly assume control of the executive branch of government, right? So the party that has the most elected representative in the legislative assembly, they are the one who would assume control of the executive branch of government. So next we are going to discuss responsible government. So according to the text of the constitution, exec executive power in Canada is vested in the queen who has a legal power to, among, to, among other things, appoint senators and judges, command the military, recommend the expenditure of public money, or call together or dismiss the House of Commons, right? Wow, so the queen here uh, in Canada, the queen has a lot of power. She has executive power, right? She has a legal power to appoint judges, senators, command the military. The bitch is doing a lot of work. Recommend expenditure of public money or call together or dismiss the House of Commons. But while the written legal rule permits the Queen or her representatives in Canada, the Governor General, to take such executive actions, the unwritten convention is that she only do so on the advice of her ministers, right? So let's say if she were to take such executive actions, then the written convention in the Constitution saying that she only can do that on the advice of her ministers, right? These ministers acting by convention in turn only advise the queen while they maintain the confidence of the House of Commons, right? So, so like, you know, when they're advising the queen about what to do, they have to maintain the confidence of the House of Commons. If let's say that they lose the confidence of the House of Commons, they must resign. And this is known as responsible government. So responsible government illustrates a key feature of political or constitutional conventions in Canada. They often operate to restrain or forbid the exercise of illegal power. Yeah, so their job is to like... Um, restrain or forbid the exercise of illegal power so while the context of the constitution gives certain legal powers to the queen and the governor general while the text of the constitution 
gives certain legal powers to the queen and the governor general who are not themselves elected and have no democratic mandate convention requires that these powers only be exercised on the advice or the dis or the dis the direction of elected politicians who are they who are themselves accountable to the democratically elected house of commons um Royal executive power is thereby made subject to the democratic will of the citizens and as expressed in their election of representatives who sit in parliament and who hold ministers to account. So like the power, like the royal executive power is like subject to the democratic will of the citizens, right? Because citizens are the ones who, who, who elect representatives who sit in parliament and who hold ministers to account. The convention of responsible government also applies to provinces. While the lieutenant governor in each province is formally vested by the constitution with executive power, in reality this power is exercised on the advice of provincial ministers. That's so um so let's say that the lieutenant governor in each province is formally vested by the constitution with executive power. This power is exercised on the advice of provincial ministers. So next we're going to discuss confidence. A cabinet may only govern if it enjoys the confidence of the elected members of the legislative assembly. Confidence means that a majority of the members of the assembly agree that the cabinet should continue to advise the queen. If the majority of the members of the assembly vote that the, camp the cabinet has lost the confidence of the assembly, then that triggers a process for the selection of a new ca cabinet. So in order for a cabinet to govern, like it has to have the confidence of the elected members of the legislative assembly. So this this means that a majority of the members of the assembly agree that the cabinet should continue to advise the queen and thereby form the government. So let's say if the majority of the members of the assembly vote that the cabinet has lost the confidence of the assembly, then that triggers a process whereby they select a new cabinet. Not every vote in the assembly is a matter of confidence. A, cab a cabinet may lose votes in the assembly from time to time without losing the confidence of the assembly, but some votes are always a matter of confidence, right? So, like, not every vote that happens in the assembly is a matter of confidence, right? Sometimes the cabinet can lose votes from time to time without losing the confidence of the assembly, right? But most votes are always a matter of confidence. An example is a budget vote. A budget vote is always a matter of a budget vote is always a matter of confidence. If cabinet introduces a budget vote, vote. If the cabinet introduces. If the cabinet introduces a budget vote before the assembly, typically through the minister of if the cabinet introduces a budget vote before the assembly, typically 
if if a cabinet introduces a budget vote before the assembly, typically through the minister of finance, and a majority of the members reject it, the cabinet had lost has lost the confidence of the assembly and must resign. Frequently, when a cabinet resigns, the prime minister asks the governor general to call an to call an election, or in the provincial con context, the premier asks the lieutenant governor. This request is usually gra granted, particularly if some significant time has la la elapsed since the last election. However, it is open to the governor general or lieutenant governor to decline the request for an election and to invite the leader of a different party in the assembly to form the government. The leader of the new party would then form a new cabinet and seek to hold the confidence of the assembly. And so that's it for this section.